when he was talking, I was just sitting there, you know, cutting my wrist. <laughs> that made a horrible oh. mistake with other people's dick. <laughs> You're welcome. We've gone off the rails. Welcome to the Trevor and Ian Talk Show. Hey, guys. Episode number 16. We can fuck our podcast now. Well... I mean, I think we might need a chart to see which states we can do it in. Ohio is okay. We can, okay, we can well, fuck the podcast. Ohio. So, sweet 16. <laughs> good luck Good luck in your sophomore year of high school. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's more junior year. I was 16 to sophomore. I was 17 throughout my junior year. Oh, I was 17 in my senior year. I was 18 out through my senior year. I started late for yeah, some apparently. reason. I was never held back any grade. Such a late guy. I, I, I was supposed to graduate in 08. If I would have started school on time, I would have graduated in 08. Okay. All right. I know. Uh, the years we lose. The years we lose. It's only been... I've been out of high school for almost four years now, and it's conflicting. <laughs> Don't and remind you, me. And you've been out for a while. Yeah, it's been eight years. Jesus, really? That's almost. Not, that's not that bad. No, actually, almost nine. What, a four, right? Yeah. Okay. Almost nine. Yeah. That's not that's bad. It's a, a long time. So this was a good opening. It's a really long time. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's up, guys? How are you? I don't think anyone's actually listening live, so <laughs> we have that on our side. <laughs> I don't care. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, I, okay. Maybe one person's listening live. Oh, wait, that might be us, though. Are you shitting me? No, it's us. But I bet you it's Amber, <laughs> our, our illustrious fan, Amber. Stephanie. No, no one's actually listening live yet. Boo. It's, it's us. It is totally us. So, yeah. Another week, another episode, episode 16. It's good to be back. We are into December, uh, where it should be a white, fluffy wonderland outside. Uh, it is pouring rain, and it's confusing because it's like almost 60 degrees outside right now. And um, I'm okay with it. I don't care. I support global warming if that's what it's going to cost. Yes. I maintain right now that I am pro-global warming. Pro-global warming, which is a horrible thing I shouldn't have said. I'm so sorry. Yes, and you call my jokes bad. Well, I regretted it. You have no remorse for your jokes. I don't have any remorse because my jokes are hilarious. You're like a joking sociopath. You have no remorse for the things you do. (laughs) This is true. This is true. No remorse. Why should we have remorse? We shouldn't, especially for uh, for buyer's remorse for the Christmas season coming up. Yeah, yeah, that Christmas season. So, or the holiday season, because I don't want to be an asshole. Uh, we're going to call it Christmas. Really? Are you one of those war on Christmas people? Is there a war on Christmas now? There's not a war on Christmas. Oh. If you, if you watch any news channel, there's apparently a war on Christmas. Okay, so news channels are dumb. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's it, we no, established it's, it's this. that same nonsense that people getting for some reason pissed because people would rather you say happy holidays than Merry Christmas. But Christmas isn't the only thing going on right now. There's a lot of things going on. Well, you know. Black people got their crazy stuff. The Jews. You know what you do. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I don't know. The Jews might have it right. I mean, that's 12 days. 
12 days of getting stuff. <laughs> Except they get stuff like dreidels. No, no, no. Christmas is 12 days of getting stuff. No, dude. It's Hanukkah. I, think, I thought it was only eight days. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's, I think you're wrong about this. It's a set number of days. <laughs> you know what, guys? If, if Trevor's wrong about Hanukkah being 12 days, which I think it's eight days, considering that Adam Sandler movie was eight crazy nights. Oh, uh, yeah. It makes there sense. There we go. There hey, we go. Tre- stop making sense. Trevor doesn't stop know about Jesus. Yeah, well, you know, I never claimed to be one-on-one with the great ones. You never claimed to be one-on-one with the chosen ones. (laughs) Any hoozle. How are we getting into this this week? Um, I don't got a lot to talk about, and you got some stories. Sure. You want to knock out stories now, or you want to knock out consuming? Um, (laughs) We could talk about our stories. Boo. Hey, whatever, you know. So, what's your first story on the uh, the list today for uh, me to laugh at? Sure. So we got blah, blah, blah. Good, good podcasting. Yes, great <laughs> podcasting. We're live. We're screwing up everything. Um, fortunately, we have no listeners to this live broadcast. Which good. Is, we'll make it up and down. Which is a good thing, yes. Um... So, apparently, the uh, new Star Trek poster looks like the poster for The Dark Knight. Yeah, okay, listen. We could put it up on the website, can't we? Yeah, I could, yeah. Yeah. I... It's not the first poster to utilize, you know, a crumbling city. I mean, I get it because it's the the f- fleet, Starfleet Academy symbol basically ripped out of the building, right? Like, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Yeah, and I know Dark Knight did it, or Dark Knight Rises did it, but I'm pretty sure they're not the first people that ever thought of that. That's that's probably true. It's just they look very similar, not just not just in content, but the color scheme and everything just looks like. Hey, let's just like totally. Yeah, but rip both off this films poster. both films were shot with that blue filter that Nolan's known for. It's like David Fincher and green filters. <laughs> I love Fincher. Don't get me wrong. I adore Fincher. I love Fincher. I love Nolan, and I love Abrams. It's it, the only difference between Abrams and um, Nolan is uh, lens flares. That's it. Yeah, blue filters and just some lens flares. Well, you know, you can't go wrong with blue filters and lens flares. Abrams does it in every fucking movie. It's true. Although that star, the original Star Trek was awesome. Yeah, fuck. It the, was, the it movie was, so was really good. good. Um, not being, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but no, um, I I had no plans of seeing that movie. No, but my friend Ron said, "Hey, you want to go see Star Trek tonight?" It was like the midnight showing when I was living in Maryland, and he was like, "I'll just buy your ticket," <clears throat> and I was like, "Okay, free movie, sure," and it was awesome. It, it was. I'm yawning. It was accessible for everybody. You didn't have to be a Star Trek fan to, to be into it. I know that he, you know, Abrams and Lindelof kind of pissed some people off with that movie, but I thought it did a fantastic job. I've since went and started watching uh, Next Gen. The original series, I never got into that much, but I really do like Next Generation because this is blasphemy, but Picard is a much better captain than Captain Kirk. Uh, I think a lot of people say that, actually. Um, now, he wasn't bedding, you know, alien chicks the same. You know, Shatner's got him beat in the pussy department, but... Well, you know, Sh- Shatner's going after the... You know, if you're out in space... Alien pussy. Aren't you going to fuck some aliens? Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the main reasons to go out in space. The, the final frontier is alien pussy. Exactly. 
You know? Y'all love alien pussy. Or it could be the final back but, tier. That's why I fuck Mexicans. It's alien but, pussy. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no. That's horrible. Nothing. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got to say about this. It, it doesn't bother me, per se, because I'm going to see... You know, I loved I love Dark Knight Rises. We do have a listener. Seriously? Mr. Tony Hancock. Is he really listening? Is right listening, now? yeah. He said you're full of shit, Kirk rules. <laughs> Bullshit. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> um no, but come on, Picard Picard Trump Shatner. Picard Trump Shatner, that's all there is to it. And <laughs> I, I I think he'll uh, I think he'll debate you on that. That's for sure. So uh, uh yeah, so he says the original was awesome. It's a it's it's good for its novelty, but it's kind of like watching the old Doctor Who's. Like it's black box theater. Yeah, the old Doctor Who's. Uh, I don't. I can't get into those. Like the. I mean, the new show's awesome, but but you know you know what? Kirk, Kirk was nailing some black box theater with oh uh, black girl. What's her name? What's her name? Her? Yeah, thank you, thank you. Black box theater, get it. Next up. Okay, next on the list, um, Dane DeHaan um, from Chronicle actually is going to play Harry Osborn yeah. in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Who was he in Chronicle? Was he, he was the the evil one. The one oh, really? Crazy, yeah. Okay, can we take a second and talk about Chronicle and how good that movie is? Sure. Okay, listen. Yes, we can. I argued it. Actually, I didn't have to argue it. Anyone that saw it knew that movie was fucking amazing. But my... You're not fighting me on this. It's a great movie. I I, I do think, though, that when it comes to found footage films, I, I think it's the best ending a found footage film can have. They did a fantastic job. I, I, we might have talked about Chronicle on the show. Chronicle... Yeah, we probably have at some point. Chronicle is in my... That came out this year, right? That was last year. Really? Yeah. When did that come out? Pretty sure it was last year. I'm almost positive it was like April of this year because it came out the same time Project X came out. Pretty I sure did enjoy it Project was last X year. though. Did you see Project? Or maybe X? it is this year. Maybe you're right. You're right. Cool. Well, you're their right. their wrong. director, who he is, uh, it was one of yeah, I, Josh Trank. Yeah, thank you. It was his first outing. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done much. Yeah, first anything. time director doing a movie that ambitious. Now, grant you, he he didn't write it, but yeah. still, I mean, but I mean, for for a first time movie, but you know what he's to take on that plus with the special effects in that. Oh I mean, yeah, it, it was amazing because for though. a found footage movie, it was simple but the it was effective and it looked awesome. Film. He worked with um, what he had and used studio tricks to really do a fantastic job. Uh, what what I was another thing I was going to say was um I. Uh, there, that director, Josh Trank, right? He, yes. you know, he's attached to now. What's that? The reboot of the Fantastic Four movie, which really? I'm glad. I, I want Fox to give up the rights to Fantastic Four. Let, I really wish Marvel could, because then you could see those guys make appearances in other Marvel. Yeah, movies. Th- that's what I mean. Um, and Fox, Fox had two goes. They made a okay, not even yeah. decent, an okay first one, and that's only because the the choice of Michael Chiklis is is Ben Grimm was kind of an okay thing but I uh, I uh, fucking Jessica Alba as uh the invisible woman was not good she wasn't good the, no. in fact Chris when when you're when your top cast is Mike Chiklis and uh Michael Chiklis sorry I'm not that good of friends with him Mike Chick. and Chris Evans 
I like Chris Evans. Though. I like Chris Evans, and I was one of those people that was. I just don't think. I just don't think the Fantastic Four movies were good. No, they weren't. Which which is unfortunate, which especially for Julian, such a big and Julian McMahon as Victor Von Doom is yeah. a great. He it made sense on paper. It looked good, but everything about it was that came out of the time. It was post Spider Man. Yeah. The first and yeah. and second for that but, matter. Uh, but I I've seen the first Fantastic Four movie. I don't really remember much about it because no, it wasn't it's memorable. Forgettable. It's forgettable. And and same with Rise of the Silver Surfer. Same forgettable. Yeah. See, I never saw it because I I heard it was terrible. There's so I didn't some, even bother. There's some okay elements. I kind of lump it in with. Uh, I I wasn't a big fan of of X Men Wolverine. I really didn't like Wolverine that much. I heard it was okay, Compared but I still class, haven't seen it. Yeah. Or okay, I heard first listen, class is really. It's good. not nearly as bad as fucking Last Stand. And the the uh, what the hell is that dude's name? The one Brett, Brett Ratner. Ratner piece of shit. Uh, don't well, don't let the guy who made most Brett, Ra- Ratner, <laughs> Brett Ratner movies are a piece of shit. Except Rush Hour. Yeah, should have quit yeah. after Rush Hour. Yeah, I, Rush Hour and done. Rush Hour and Rush Hour Two. I actually really do like. Yeah, Rush I never Hour saw the two. third one. The, no, I didn't bother. It was Rush Hour in Paris. Yeah, so yeah. it was it's, it was so far after the second one that it's like, why even bother? Yeah, um, there's just something sad about seeing Jackie Chan on screen now. I don't know what it is, but it's it's sad. This is a dude. I've seen some of that early stuff when he was doing like the actual kung fu flicks, and there's some good stuff in there. I mean, it's not fantastic, but there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, I mean, well, he did a lot of his own. So, stuff so, like that, so getting so. back to uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Did the first one hold your interest enough to warrant a? I I get why I they're doing it. it. It's a fucking cash cow. I understand I why they're doing it. Like I, the fact that they did the. The Gwen Stacy storyline instead of the Mary Jane storyline. Yes. I like that aspect a lot better because the Captain Stacy stuff actually happened in the comic books. Yeah, I know. So that stuff I thought was awesome. Although, what did they do? They have to get Dennis Leary, the only man that looks exactly like uh, the guy who played Norman Osborn. He does. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Thank you. I'm blanking on names tonight. That blows. I'm normally on top of shit. Not really. I'm normally the spotty one at best. Um, Willem Dafoe and Dennis Leary look startlingly alike. It's just Willem Dafoe to rescue me. And er, oh, God damn it. God, no, he didn't. No, no he didn't. Dennis fucking Leary Dennis did Leary rescue, rescue me. me. Jesus And Christ. I adore rescue me. That's a fantastic fucking show. You're ruining our live show, Ian. It's a sweet 16. Willem Dafoe did this Lars von Trier flick a couple years back called Antichrist. Have I talked to you about this before? No, you have not. When, when my band first got together, after practices, we used to watch really fucked up movies. And Antichrist is arguably... I mean, grant you, the first time I watched it was way more fucked up than the second time watching it. And the problem with the second time through it is that you realize it's a pretentious, long-winded piece of shit. But the first time you're like, this girl just cut her clit off with scissors. I shit you not that happened. She she self-mutilated her genitals with a with a pair of scissors uh, after giving Willem Dafoe what I can only refer to as... Tony a, just said the same thing. Really? Like, cut as, off. You know, okay. And see if Tony once again refers to the... The the bloodgasm that she gives the dude after bludgeoning his junk in, she jerks him off and he comes blood. I always make that reference to coming blood. That's why. Fucking Willem Dafoe. And the only other thing, you know, it was payback because in the beginning of this movie, you had to watch a fucking slow motion shot of his fucking wrinkly balls slamming in and out of this fucking Italian chick. Like it was it was not a pleasant sight. And it's accompanied by spoiler alert. I should have said that before all of this by his two year old son taking a 
header out a window. It's a fucked up scene. And it's shot like that scene in Schindler's List where, like, the only thing that's red is that girl's dress, I think, is is that scene. Where it's kind of like that. Or, like, the lips in Sin City. Like, the only thing that's in color is, like, his balls slapping back and forth. And then black and white, his kid just plunging out a window. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. Dude, it's, it's a rough watch. But that's 20 minutes of exposition of the opening where you're like, awesome. I get it. Fucked up movie. And then like three hours of nothing. And then like a stillborn baby deer hanging out the back of its mother. And then fucking the last 20 minutes is just bloodgasms. Bloodgasms. He also said there was a grinding wheel to his ankle. Yes. Yes. That is a fucked up scene. That movie is not it's not nearly as bad as I I mean it's bad. I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not going sociopath, but it's not nearly as bad as I make it out to be once you have to deal with like two hours of just nothing. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, so that's my piece. Willem Dafoe is a great actor, but he should have skipped out on fucking Antichrist. Yeah, well, well, Willem Dafoe. So, Willem Dafoe, my god. So that, that rolls us back around to Chronicle. Does um, it? Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, 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 no, not only is he attached to the Fantastic Four franchise, he is attached to uh, the Venom franchise. If they get around to making the Venom the Venom flick, which yeah. I would love to see happen because it wasn't fair having Topher Grace shit all over it. Uh, and you know what? And I mean, that wasn't even Topher Grace's fault. It looked like he... What, uh, I think... No, okay, this might I be blasphemy. Problem, I don't hate Spider-Man 3. I don't hate it either, but I think with Spider-Man 3, what they try to do is they try to put way too many villains in one movie. So that way you weren't focusing on just one. And, and, and they couldn't keep the focus on one. And then they had the emo Spider-Man oh, Yeah, I I argue with that. If they were going to have Venom in the fucking movie, he should have been the focal point, not the Sandman. If you wanted two villains, you should have brought on Venom and fucking Carnage. Because I would have loved to have seen that shit happen. But, okay, I really do. I don't hate three. And at the time, maybe I kind of tricked myself into liking it like the rest of America and Phantom Menace. Like, that's basically what what I did. It's not great. And and you pull in someone like like Thomas Hayden Church, who is a fantastic actor, and give him a less than stellar role. Although I will say this, a lot of people shit on his transformation into Sandman. I think that's gorgeous when he's coming. Now the computer graphics aren't as stellar as I like them to be, but yeah. there's that scene of him like getting his footing and coming out of the sand. I've always thought that was a beautiful scene. Like in a movie filled with just cliches and shit, and him wanting to bang his I don't know what was she Romanian his neighbor. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was. The yeah, chick yeah. baked them cookies. Um, it, it just it wasn't great. I think the last just, the last twenty minutes were good, but when you try to pack Harry Osborn being what was he the Hobgoblin? Was that what it was supposed to kind of allude I think to? So, yeah, because that's what it was. His son was the Hobgoblin yeah. in, in the in the stories, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, speaking of, did you catch Comic Book Man this week? I did. I missed it. And Stan the fucking man, yeah, was Stan on Lee there, was on and there, I, yeah. I got I'm gonna watch it tonight. It, it was good. It was so good uh, I see. Judging by what's on your phone right now, in the next story, we got some superhero talk. Further superhero hero talk yes. to do. So uh, they let out another poster for the new Superman movie. This is the first poster that's not just the S, right? Yes. Yeah, it shows Oh, no, I, I've seen yeah. it. Superman I, now, in handcuffs now, grant you, I around the think, military. I do think John Hamm should have been, because John Hamm worked with Zack Snyder, I really thought that it was going to be, he. who else in this day and age looks like Superman? Well, arguably Henry John Hamm does look like Superman, but maybe if they're thinking of a franchise, maybe they think he's too old. For Unless they bring him in for 
this might be blasphemy for saying this Justice League movie. I mean, obviously, if it's so close to this, they're probably going to bring Henry Cavill in. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I mean, I. Oh, I'm they, so I'm I mean, so they, bummed out. Those, I'm pretty sure they're trying to link all the movies into those Justice League. Joseph Gordon-Levitt rumors about Batman are the just bunk. Like it's not yeah. real anymore, and I'm really bummed out about that. Yeah, because I think he would have done good as Batman. I'm. I don't know who they're going to get. Unless you bring as him in as like Nightwing. Yeah, that would be cool. Like that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, that would be really cool. I, I mean, I don't know. Could you start a whole separate canon? Yeah. I mean, you know, that was my argument. And if you haven't seen Dark Knight Rises yet, spoiler alert. But at the end, when the reveal of him being like you, when she's like, you know, you should use your real name or it's, it's Robin. I was like, everyone in the theater is like, oh, that's awesome. Kind of predictable. Now, yeah. grant you, I'm not one of those. I'm, I'm not a hater on Dark Knight Rises. I, it, I know I said last week I didn't have a lot of fun watching it, but it was a serious flick. Yeah. Chris Nolan isn't known for his fun. Like that's. It was a good movie. Now, it, it, no, it's ugh, listen, it's hard. It's hard to shit on that. I mean, even people who shit on Prometheus. I enjoyed Prometheus. Like, I get it. You know, it might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it's it's a it's a it's a blockbuster flick. And if you don't go in trying to have a little bit of fun, then you're just gonna end up fucking hating it. Like, and that bums me out because I don't pay money to see films that I'm gonna you know rip apart the whole time. Yeah. Compared to some people in my life, like my brothers who do that for everything, who hate fun. Um. Oh yeah, no. but but they have their own show. But when they they do that review that that reveal with him, we're like, you should use your real name. You're Robin. I think it would have been more satisfying if they said his name was Dick Grayson. I think yeah. that would have been way more satisfying. Yeah. A, a, as so an too. ending, because you know Robin's name wasn't Robin. You right. Know? It was. It's Dick like Grayson, if yeah. if he uses the name Bruce Wayne the whole time and at the end, she was just like, you should use your real name. You know, Batman. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> would have been a much better ending. I, I, you know what though, I gotta give it up. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's great in pretty much everything, everything he's in. That character, I mean, being completely made up for the film was such a good. I really liked his character. I really liked his role. I don't know what his accent was, but it wasn't so much Brooklyn. Uh, (laughs) Yes, Tony Ralph does suck at doodles. Indeed. Um, Heard here live. The the so so yeah. Sorry to derail for the eighth. Time so far, but the the, the poster <laughs> depicts Henry Cavill in military custody. If you haven't seen it yet, and it's got that really kicky Christopher Nolan inspired blue filter. And I've talked about Zack Snyder before. Zack Snyder, outside of Sucker Punch, which is another film that I tricked myself into believing was good. Um, outside, seem to, you seem to trick yourself into that a lot, don't you? Because when I go to see a movie, I wanna I wanna like it. You wanna you don't, like it, yeah. You don't wanna believe. Well, you although hate. I mean, I, I haven't I haven't seen a ton of movies in the theater that I didn't like. Yeah. I mean, there's a few, but yeah, it's... Grant you, there was only a handful between. that I can remember that I actually had, like, a legit amount of fun watching to the point where, like, I'm just like, God, yes, fuck, do it. Like, that's also that's also my porn noise, too, so that's weird. Um, like I said last week, Dark Knight Rises, or Dark Knight, original Dark Knight. Yeah. And then Skyfall. Like, the two most in recent memory that I've had, like, that I'm sitting in theaters just like... Just, but I had fun with Black Swan. Which is a weird pool, but I really like Black Swan. I still need to watch Black Swan. I, I'll let you borrow it. I think it's just I have cool. it. I really dig Darren Aronofsky. I bought that movie on Blu-ray much, the not day a, it came out, and I'm I still a, haven't watched it. I'm not a big Russell Crowe fan, but his Noah flick looks pretty good. That's not till like 2014, but that looks pretty good too. Like I, I respect there. There's certain amounts of, of guys of directors like that that I do respect, and and Nolan and Snyder, and Snyder is entitled. Actually, to, Russell Crowe's in the new Superman movie. 
Yeah. Now that you mention him. Yeah. And Snyder's, Snyder is due for a couple faux pas. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't shit on a director for, you know, one awful movie. If you get consistently awful movies, you know, but let's look at Snyder's track record. He comes, he comes out the gate. What was his, what was his first flick? Oh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, Dawn of the Dead. What were you? I said three hundred. No, three hundred. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn, yeah. Now this and, and that's I like the remake of Dawn of the Dead. I did too. And a lot of people, you know, you wanna you wanna shit on. You know, I, I know Romero's legend. I know Romero's legend because I adore George A. Romero. I enjoy even the later awful flicks like Survivor, Survival of the Dead, and Diary of the Dead, and Land of the Dead, which was <laughs> um, meh at best. I, and and as far as his partner who was on Night of the Living Dead who went on to do um Dan Dan O'Bannon who went on to do uh Return of the Living Dead, which arguably way more fun to watch. Um I liked how zombie movies are always a reflection of what's happening in the news at the time. You know, yeah. in the eighties when he did, you know, Dawn well, when he did Night, it was uh, it was Cold War paranoia. And when he, you know, it's all about xenophobia. And when he did, you know, Dawn of the Dead, it was about rampant consumerism. Whereas Zack Snyder took what he made and not only made a film that had themes of, of, of you know, consumerism. Then he took he took the idea that set forth in 28 Days Later, which 28 Days Later was a zombie film that was based in a post 9-11 America, which yeah. is all about the fear of, of the unknown in the sense of, you know, terrorism. And he not only made a film, Zack Snyder took, took what uh, Danny Boyle did for, you know, 28 Days Later and then took it to the Dawn remake where he made the fast moving zombies and there was no explanation to why the outbreak happened outside of the, the great quote when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth, which is a fucking great quote. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and and he had all that really cool news footage in the beginning of, of you know, the attacks and whatnot. And that film could have been a flop. Of, and I think financially it did pretty good for itself, the Dawn remake. Yeah. And in fact, if anyone should be credited well. bringing back the zombie craze, it's probably Zack Snyder. So then, you know, he goes from there. I think I think Tony just said 28 Days Later is not a zombie flick. It's not. It's a rage virus flick. I do agree. It's not yeah. a zombie flick. But... If in the scope of things, when you have a mindless creature attacking you and only rage and lust in his heart to eat all of your vital organs, it's not a zombie film. And I, I, I agree, but it's not far off. Yeah. Like, so, but 28 zombie days, ass, it yeah. was to the point where I was saying, you know, guys like Danny Boyle, guys like Zack Snyder made films that had to do with, you know, 21st century paranoia and xenophobia, which is awesome, you know, and that's what a lot of the zombies in, in today's flicks, which I, I don't know why I'm lamenting about zombies, in today's flicks are kind of lacking. They're lacking a purpose. They're zombies for the sake of zombies. And it's, it's kind of like the vampire craze a couple years ago. It was vampires and werewolves for the sake of vampires and werewolves, you know? That's why I let the right one in was so goddamn good because it made vampires terrifying again, you know? Also, Swedish. Uh, I think it was Swedish. It was Swedish, right? Tony, correct me if it was Swedish. Which, which one? Left the right one in the original. Yeah, not, that was not Swedish. Let, yeah. Not Let Me In, which yeah, was, was an American bastardization and was not that good. I heard it was good, but but I also heard that from Timmy, so. Fuck you, Timmy. We know that Timmy I'm waiting is... for Tony's post. It just says, fuck you, Timmy. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, 
then Zack Snyder goes on to do 300 and and the, the few other things that he's actually uh, fucking Watchmen his adaptation of Watchmen, Watchmen really is good. fucking brilliant like and I'm I love and we talked about the graphic novels it's a brilliant piece of literature and when he took and made was was gorgeous when Zack Snyder and this was a problem with Sucker Punch when Zack Snyder has source material he is a fantastic director and with the guidance of Christopher fucking Nolan on his side you'll be lucky if I'm not cranking one out in the theater like I I'm gonna go all James Holmes but instead of shooting people I'm just gonna come everywhere too much too much a little bit a little bit just a tad uh, Tony says Norwegian for Norwegian. Yeah. Fuck man, I thought it was Swedish. Maybe I'm thinking a girl with a dragon tattoo. That was Swedish. That was definitely Swedish. Yeah. The whole yeah. Millennium series was was Swedish. It's, so anyway, it's it's all in the, that same vicinity. So that's man. Yeah, they're next to each other. Um, and Tony says yes. Suck it, Timmy. So that's Man of Steel talk. What's next? I'll um, take Next, so they the rumor is for the villain for the Justice League movie, which makes complete sense, is that it's going to be Darkseid, okay. um, who is a big, big villain in, in Superman. Um, so, and he's actually the main villain in the new Fifty Two Justice League series. Yeah, so that makes sense. Basically, he's the. He's gonna be that kind of like what they set up in the Avengers flick. How you have the Tesseract, yeah, and and the the alien race, and it's setting up for um oh what the hell is that guy's name? I want to say Manos, but that's not that's not correct. You know what I'm talking about? The guy that shows up in the end credits. Yeah, and uh, Thanos. Thank you, thank Thanos. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. I, I was at least somewhat close. Uh, my nerd cred only goes so far. Um, I'm in a, a kicky leather jacket right now, so uh, I don't have that much nerd cred. That's a horrible fucking lie. I look like a member of the Proclaimers. Um, Fuck you, Tony. What do you say? <laughs> Dragon tattoo is Danish. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's Swedish. It's Swedish. Pretty sure it's Swedish. Whatever. Check that shit. Fact checker. Fact checker, Tony. <laughs> God damn it! This Danish, I'll be really bummed out. Uh, no. Um. I. Uh, did you see the the other the other flick coming out the Marvel flick in 2014 pre I think it it's pre 2014 that's uh Captain America Captain America when's Guardians of the Universe coming out that's um, that's on the that's a Marvel flick coming out soon uh, not soon within the next couple years yeah. I think it's before Avengers but isn't Avengers the new Avengers slated for 2014 Trevor uh, well we have dead air I'm not sure. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's 2014. Eight one 2014. Really? Yeah. That's a Marvel fair. Yeah, that's Marvel. And then in 2014 as well, you have the new Avengers Gun- Two is 2015. Okay, so wait, we have Star Wars, Avengers, Avengers, and what we talked about. Yeah, he's right. Girl with dragon tattoo is Danish. God damn it. Are you shitting me? What's Swedish then? Outside of fucking the hives. The band the hives. They're Swedish. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, me. Okay. Why are you shaking like a coke fiend tonight? What's that? You're shaking like a coke fiend tonight. I don't know. Um, Doing some coke. You know what else comes out in 2014? What's that? The new rebranding God- Godzilla movie. 
Oh, I yeah. don't know why I just stuttered when I said yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I choked on a little bit It was there. like, it was your fear of Godzilla just coming I off. do it's fear like, Godzilla. And I love almost every iteration of Godzilla. I fucking, I, I've always, from, from childhood, I've adored Godzilla. Abba's Swedish. Yeah, I love, here's the thing. That's what Tony I love say. Abba. I really do love Abba. I'm not going to lie. I'm not surprised. What's wrong with Abba? <laughs> I didn't sit here. What's actually, right you know with what? Abba? I like Hollow Notes, too. So, fuck you. Private eyes, man. I'm, I'm down Only with some because of the Psych cast when they did that. That was pretty awesome. I need to get back into watching Psych. I really do love that show. It is. It's a good show. It's a good show. So, apparently, speaking of big fights in the world of Hollywood. This is going to be an awful pun, isn't it? Apparently, Steven Seagal says he would fight Randy Couture anytime, anyplace. Randy Couture would rip him in half and fuck the ashes. Yeah. Why are there ashes? Because he pissed fire (laughs) on his fucking corpse. Yeah, I kind of think so, too. So, Steven Seagal is just a crazy old man. How... Steven Seagal hasn't appeared in an Expendables flick yet, has he? No. I'm almost positive he hasn't. I'm not 100%. No, I don't think They brought Dolph Lundgren in before they brought fucking Steven Seagal. Because no one gives a shit about Steven Seagal anymore. Steven Seagal was barely relevant in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. Steven Seagal was, you know, the other Chuck Norris. Steven Seagal looks like now. Now he looks like uh, John Cusack's in High Fidelity. The 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 Ian guy that his girlfriend leaves him for. That's yeah. what John. He's like new age. He's and no one's rocked a ponytail longer than Steven Seagal. Apparently Seagal's supposed to be in the next Expendables. Is he? Yeah. I, I feel like I knew something about that. I hope he does. I've never enjoyed him, nor have I ever bought that he was... Oh, he's, he's not a good actor by any stretch of no. the imagination. No, and even, even the dudes that were just doing, you know, the, the karate flicks. Although, it, he worked in Machete. Okay. Yeah, but that makes sense. If you have a, a B movie like that, which should have got way more press than it did, I actually enjoyed Machete. Um, it's fucking awesome. You had uh, uh, Jeff Fahey is the is the main prota- antagonist, right? Frank Lapidus from Lost. Gray hair is like white haired dude. Awesome. He was in Machete. Yeah. Like yeah. He was a general. Wasn't Nero in Machete as well? Yeah, the Nero. I keep yeah. saying Machete because I like the correct pronunciation of it. <laughs> it had like a huge cast. like a- And Danny fucking Trejo. Yeah. Who is the man. And Danny Trejo is the man. He scares me. He terrifies me. <laughs> and he should. Yeah, you respect Danny Trejo because... He's kind of really like that. You never take Danny Trejo for a dude. Now, now spends his time outside of ever, the occasional, you know, blockbuster flick he'll show up in because he shows up in anything. Yeah, he's like Steve Buscemi. He just shows up in movies. <laughs> Trejo will just do if he will find people, his students who are trying to do independent movies, and he'll just partner with them. And like he, he charges like a hundred dollars just to show up in a movie. Like that's it. Like nice. the dude, the dude's like amazing. Grant you, I, I've not seen many of his flicks recently. I, I want to say he did a brief appearance in From Dust Till Dawn, which is one of my favorite movies. I know Tom Savini was in it. Yeah, Tom Savini was in it, yeah. You're right about that. And that was a Robert... See, because I adore Robert Rodriguez, but that was also co-written and produced by Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Yes. And he was in it. With yes. Clooney, with a sweet-ass fucking neck tattoo... And uh, fuck, and uh, Juliette Lewis was the daughter that uh, 
Quentin Tarantino kept trying to fuck the whole movie. <laughs> the Gecko Brothers. Yeah. I, From Dusk Till Dawn might be one of my favorite movies of all time. It's, it's a good movie. Um, and, and Danny Trejo actually is in Sons of Anarchy this season, yeah. too. You know what? He's good in that role. I, I think it has to do with I really dug a lot of those Rodriguez flicks. I like Desperado. Mm-hmm. I like. Uh, did was he attached once upon a time in Mexico as well? The yeah. Johnny Depp yeah. one. He was in that, yeah. or he did that rather. And El Mariachi was fucking great too. Yeah, El Mariachi was really good. Oh, dude, I fucking a lot of people remember, have seen that. I'm that's, sure. I, I caught it on. I caught it on cable late night one night, and it was just fucking transfixed by this guy. Yeah, I, I have a copy of it. It's good, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's Rodriguez, man. That was and that was one he never intended to see the light of day. He just yeah. kind of made that flick, and and you know. It kind of he just did it. It reached the ether, and he said, "Why not?" And there is, was a film. You know, <coughs> excuse me, guys. I love that the motto for our podcast network is "Why not?" Which is, I get why it's that way, but it's also one of the most apathetic statements, and it just couldn't fit us more. Like it couldn't fit us as people more. From our uh, from our our podcasting lord and master Kevin Smith. Yes. Yes. So what's next on the list? Praise be the Shecky. More? I, so, that dog is fucking adorable. So, um, so Amazing Spider-Man 2 is going to introduce Electro into the fold. And it's going to be played by Ray Charles himself, Jamie Foxx. I... I paused for a second because I really got concerned. I was like, Ray Charles, Trevor, Trevor, Ray Charles is dead. Did you not know that? Oh, my God. Well, they, they reanimated his body with electricity so that he could become electro. It's, I'm glad to see as a villain, right? Yes. I'm glad to see a black villain. I'm so happy to see a fucking black villain in a in in a superhero movie. It's been too goddamn long. Like, I wonder, I wonder if he become he became a villain because the man was holding him down. Static shocks black, right? Not a hundred percent sure. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent positive of that. There was a. If if it is, there's a series of comics they should do movies of the Static Shock comics. Although I want to believe there was a uh, a black superhero in the '70s that was uh, Black Panther. I think you're right about yeah. that. Frank, I'm raising my fist up for you, bro. I mean, they get uh, Marvel has Luke Cage, who's black. No, which isn't used ever. Well, and then Nick. You know, let's movies. let's not forget Nick I mean, Fury. Let's not well, forget Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. Old Nick Fury was white. Was Hasselhoff right in Shield it, it, in the Shield yeah, movie from it, like the late eighties, early nineties? It might have been Hasselhoff. Yeah. I think it's Hasselhoff. But I mean, it, yeah, he he. The black it Nick was Fury Nick, was because of the Ultimate. Was it Nick Fury of Shield? When they rebooted and did the Ultimate Universe, Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, I think was the name of that movie. Tiny one now. And Dolph Lundgren was the original Punisher. Yeah. Before Thomas Jane. Yes. Which, that's not a terrible movie. I like the Thomas Jane Punisher. And he it just was, did... It was all right. Except for what? Travolta was the bad guy? Travolta was the bad guy, yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. It wasn't... It wasn't eh. Yeah. Never mind. I take back what I said. Thomas Jane's a, a cool guy, though. I like Thomas Jane a lot. I know he just funded um, doing a internet short that's a new Punisher thing. So he's trying to t- take it upon himself to do some stuff. Kind of i.e. Um, Michael Jai White and what he did with uh, the Mortal Kombat, which became mm. Mortal Kombat Legacy, yeah. which was a machinima series. I think it's like six part series with uh, Tomoa Pennicott from Dollhouse yeah. uh, as Striker. Uh, and that was fantastic. Oh, and I forget who played Sonya Legacy Blade. Season 2 is actually coming out. I is it? Say I thought, I know February, I want to say. Who was Sonya Blade? Sure. I'm forgetting who was Sonya Blade. And it was... Um, 
I'm blanking on it now. I know it was someone. I see her face in my head. It wasn't Allie Larder. No. It was, uh... We'll think about shit. it. Shit. Yeah, we'll think about it. You might have to Google that. Uh, I really dug that. It got a little... Jerry Ryan. Was it? Yeah. Was it really Jerry Ryan? Yeah. No shit. Okay. Did Tony tell you that? No. I just remembered it. At, Tony, have you seen... Oh, we're having the one-on-one conversation with the right? here. Have you seen the Machinima Mortal Kombat Legacy? I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, it's, it's worth it. Michael Jai White, Black Dynamite himself as Jax, is fucking awesome. Yep, Jerry Ryan. Really? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Oh, Jerry Ryan. She had a good Nerdist episode. She's really interesting. Um, Seems like she would be. I mean, she was on, she was in Star Trek, like Deep Space Nine. I mean, she's done a lot of What, uh, what like was that. her character? I'm not sure. I never actually watched Deep Space Nine, but uh, but yeah, I know she was in that. Which one was Scott Bakula on, Voyager? I think so, yeah. Bakula, fucking Quantum Leap. If there are people that listen to us that have never watched the, like the four season run of Quantum Leap, do yourself a favor. It fucking holds up. It's a good series. Yeah. Great theme I song, love, by the way. Yeah, I love Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap. It was five seasons. Five seasons. Five seasons. They never yeah. officially ended, technically. Yeah, it's true. It could come back. I'd like to see it come back. I that's you know bring it back, you if, if if you know what, my I, I was gonna say if they were gonna reboot a show, Quantum Leap would be awesome, especially if someone like JJ Abrams, you know, attached himself to it. Because it already has the convol- type of convoluted plot that like an Abrams Lindelof kind of situation would work with. Uh or Favreau. Yeah. He's not doing anything these days. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is he is he reprising Iron Man 3? Or is he stepping I, back from that? I don't know if he's actually directing. I think he might be like in a producer chair at the very least. But I'm not sure if he's... For that matter, is Joss Whedon signed on to the second Avengers? I think so, yeah. Good. Pretty sure he is. Because I know he's... Yeah, he's he, not directing. Shane Black directed Iron okay. Man 3. Shane, Shane Black. Uh, uh, tell me what he's done because I, I know Shane Black actually. And I'm, I'm blanking right now. Uh, yeah, I know him too from that dinner party that one you. time, you know. How about Ben Kingsley is the fucking man. You know Shane Black because of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. God damn it, I do. That. You know what? Everyone credits Iron Man for the resurgence of Robert Downey Jr., but Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is Actually, the first. I read an article the other day. I forget which website it was on, but uh, but yeah, they mentioned Kiss Kiss Bang Bang first before is Iron Man. The fir- It was a cracked article about... Yeah, um, about, about stars making comebacks yeah. after drugs and alcohol. Because, you know, he used to wake up in other people's homes. Yeah, like he was he was a liability for many years. Well, I mean, and how now, cool would that be if, if you just woke up and then Robert Downey Jr. is like on your couch? What's that? David, what are you doing, Robert Downey? David Koechner's champ kind from Anchorman when he's like, and that Asian couple would not stop screaming. <laughs> Shane Black also did uh, Lethal Weapon. Really? Yeah, like the originals. He wrote it actually. Oh, okay, he wrote Lethal Weapon, and then he was he did the characters. Well, you would assume by now he's Weapon getting too old for this shit. No, no. <laughs> you know what? That makes me happy. It, I is there is there a cooler motherfucker on this planet than Robert Downey Jr.? He might be the coolest human being on the face of this earth. It's tough to beat. I I can't really think of anybody. May, Although mean, Chris Hemsworth gives me quite the the boner, like I'm I'm gonna say that, but he doesn't quite do that for me. But 
He has been good. You know what? A like, I mean, people, he was in Cabin in the Woods. He's in people, Thor. Which I Avengers. loved. I loved because that movie was finishing. I was always wondering, why did... I don't you think know, Red Dawn looks bad. It, at least not from the it trailers. Do but great. Yeah. I heard but it. But it also... This is what I was going to say. I love Cabin in the Woods. It's one of my favorite movies of this year. I, I, I think, you know, on, on board, I think in a row I saw Cabin in the Woods and then saw Chronicle. Like, that's... It was yeah. it was an amazing two weeks of my life, um, or Chronicle first, and then and then Cabin Woods, and I wondered how the fuck did Chris Hemsworth get attached to this? You know, obviously I'm not going to complain, but in a, in a cast with very few names outside of the Whedon verse, yeah, it's really cool to see you know Thor, fucking Thor in this. You know, this isn't Asgard; it's Cabin in the Woods, and uh, and then I realized it sat, it was fin- finished in like 2009, and sat on a shelf for two years because Whedon and Drew Goddard, who wrote Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Or directed Cloverfield, yeah. fucking ref- no, he wrote it because J.D. Abrams directed Cloverfield. Fucking flat out refused to put it. They refused to put it in 3D, which is what everyone wanted. And I'll I'll say it might have been interesting in 3D. It could have been. It could have been. But I think um, it was an it was a first. But time. they probably would have tried to add it after the fact, and that's the, it's not as good when it's added. After it's the sad fact, when, like when 3D, the better when, when it's actually made for it. It's sad when one of the best uses of 3D is the Jackass film because they use all that money yeah. to buy that 3D camera. Oh, yeah. then let's not forget our Lord and Savior James Cameron, <laughs> who who made true to form 3D. Because when yeah. 3D was kicking Look. off, I was really pissed off because that was like a shtick in the 1950s. Like, and they were trying to pass it off as something. The first innovation in 3D technology, fuck 3D TVs. I think it's a bullshit thing. And, yeah, and I, it never, they didn't land. sell. No. They didn't sell. And and everyone's like, I just bought an HD TV. Why the fuck? Or an LCD yeah. TV. Why the fuck am I going to pay? 3D TVs will matter more when they're just a stand, like a feature in a TV that doesn't increase the price. 3D the TV. fact that it increased the price is what held it back. After people just bought like yeah, an LCD exactly. TV. Yeah, exactly. Or plasma, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. My wonderful girlfriend put a LCD TV on layaway, and I know they're extra work because, like, you got to be very careful with them. But oh my god, they look beautiful. Yeah, like the blackest of blacks. <laughs> that's not a snide remark. That's that's true. We know you love the blackest of blacks. I do love blacks. They're my they're my favorite in this world. Have you? <laughs> they, they have the best skin complexion, and they're beautiful. Black people are gorgeous. I'm sorry. You have a you have a fan. I love black people. <laughs> I mean, you have a, you have a lot of fans, like you know the Thirteenth Amendment and the Fourteenth Amendment and the Fifteenth <laughs> Amendment. Um, really, not before women. I, I see you hanging out. I see you. I see you Nineteenth Amendment. Yeah, and actually, Tony makes a good point. The stupid glasses are what kills three D, which yeah, is they, true. But that's why that's why I think the three DS does three D a lot better because you don't need glasses for the three D effect. Yeah, um, but. but Prolonged use of the 3DS. Uh, Kevin Pereira talked about this the other day. Prolonged use made it weird to stare at any other screen. Like, if you played for, like, three hours and looked at another screen, you just saw depth and shit that didn't have depth in it. Yeah. But it, but it's the 3DS is really, really well done. I never played the 3DS. But it's, it's basically because there's a screen behind the screen, and then yeah. it just changes the depth perception. It's, it's really depth. cool. Yeah. Um, um, but no, it, and you know what? I really thought that... <laughs> I, I, you know what? I really hope 
that it's not the case that when when gaming I hope that gaming doesn't catch you on to the 3D market outside of the handheld market it hasn't it really hasn't because no there's a lot of big games that have 3D capabilities like Call of Duty has 3D option um, I I know Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary Wait, had okay. it listen the reason I don't um, want to watch it on TV is when I'm watching it in a movie theater on an IMAX screen it's big enough so when things right. are coming at my face I'm like awesome but if I'm staring at my fucking 40 inch TV and or my parents because I live at home boo me um, if you know I'm staring at my at, at a TV but around me I'm seeing you know you know shoes in a corner and a door yeah. over here like that's I'm not gonna, it's it. gonna yeah. take me out of it I don't yeah. need the 3D I'd rather reserve it for for a movie theater but even in that case like we saw Wrecker Ralph a couple weeks ago we didn't bother seeing it in 3D yeah, we saw the 2D I don't really think you need to even Grant though you, I'm being, even though animated films are probably up not so bad in up 3D was really know? good in 3D yeah. but that's that's the thing when you have a company like Pixar behind a 3D yeah. film I'm way more interested well just like like James Cameron did Avatar I never got to see it in theaters it's one of my regrets it, I grant you I, it's Pocahontas I was gonna say, the movie's not good no, like, it, no, you know, I mean a, it's okay, but but as a movie, like it's not. It, dude, like it, it looks, it's visually oh, beautiful. It's sprawling. That movie makes you just that movie. Uh, there's got to be someone who sat in that audience, some young kid, and thought, "This is why I want to go make movies." Yeah, like grant you, but I'd rather see a kid like from from a visual like that. The effects and the visuals and Avatar. The story were awesome. was lacking. You're yeah, right. The story is kind of. Eh. It's from Ali and. Right, exactly. But for that movie was... I will never watch that movie outside of that experience that I had in the theater. That was the first 3D movie I ever saw, and it was fucking awesome. I want them to re-release it because I never got to see it in theaters. And honestly, like that's that's the thing. Like when the Tree of Life gets taken down, I shed a tear, dude. Like that's it's not that good to shed a tear to. It's I didn't shed many, but like like the Indian on the side of the road, like one trickled. Really? And then my dick dribbled a little bit. Really? Really? I cried tears from my penis. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Unobtainium. Enough said. I know. that you, There was things in that movie that, that are inexcusable. Like but everything James, in that movie, except for the effects. Let's, okay, let's, let's go down fucking James Cameron's track record. The dude's very rarely made a shit movie. I don't, know, I don't care your opinion on Titanic. It's visually a beautiful movie. I haven't really watched. I've seen parts of it. But really? Yeah. It's one of those movies that when it's on, I do get really involved with it. Uh, although I think that as an Irishman, uh, uh, fucking Leonardo DiCaprio's character should have been abused way goddamn more. And Billy Zane is chewing the fucking scenery in every goddamn scene that he's in. And I like Billy Zane, but he's... He's not doing much for that movie. Outside of that, Kate, Kate Winslet, pretty great tits. <laughs> it's it's that's, here's the thing. That's, that's the only part of Titanic that I remember, other than the Titanic sinking. So, it's I, I really did like that movie. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen it a lot of times. It's pretty good. But let's Cameron Terminator. I still haven't seen the original. You never seen the, even even actually I haven't seen two either. You ever seen T two? Nah, I've never seen any Terminator movies. Fuck. Oddly enough. There's a cat in the room. Yes, there is. Um, no. It's, although Cameron does attach his name, kind of like Guillermo del Toro, who makes beautiful, beautiful 
terrifying movies, yet attaches his film. It's in Tarantino does the same thing. Attaches his name to some schlock. That fucking yeah. Sanctum movie. I swear to God, he only attached himself to that because it was about people deep sea diving. Like <laughs> that dude has a boner for submarines. His dick shaped like a U-boat. Anyway, got another story. Um, so we'll go into the TV realm now. Awesome. Um, Jay Duplass, brother of Mark Duplass, is making his acting debut really? on television. Him and Mark are both acting on the Mindy Project um, for like a seven to eight episode story arc. I They're gonna play Mindy's movie. rivals. Um, Do you like it? Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's funny. Have, did you follow up on Ben and Kate? I haven't watched any of them. I like Nat Faxon. Yeah. We talked about that first episode, but I I just never brought myself to, to watch the, the quirky comedy. Yeah, I haven't. But while we're at it, I know we didn't want to spoil it about Walking Dead and Tony. If you're thinking about spoiling it for us, please don't. But uh, I... I've seen it, so... Oh, fuck. You did see it. So don't spoil it for me. I'm the person. Yeah. I'm the person it can't be spoiled for because I really, really care about it. Oh, did we hear about Stephen? Uh, this is totally non sequitur. The Hobbit's coming out. Yes. And on the 14th, right? Yeah, actually. You got a story of it right there? You, you heard about Stephen Colbert having a cameo yeah. in The Hobbit, right? Does, does certain things just get you turgid? Like... And all week on the Colbert Report, if, if anyone it's hasn't noticed, Hobbit it's Hobbit Week. Yeah. He had uh, Sir Ian McKellen on last night, yeah. who outside, uh, just he's an awesome fuck. Like, there's certain distinguished British actors that I adore, and Ian McKellen is one of them. Patrick, Sir Patrick Stort, you know, I only say sir because they are, you know, knighted. Sirs. Uh, they are sirs. I think Tony's been knighted, too. He should be. He should he, be, he yeah. He hates the queen. He, he ate a cake. He should, he should get the knighthood for that. Be like, you took a bullet there, Hancock. So Tony, Tony and Morrissey both hate, both hate the Queen. So since we're talking he's, about he's movies coming out, I have a list of the ten must-see movies of December 2012. Let me try to figure some out. Okay. All okay, right. Okay. Two seconds. Definitely. The, fuck you. Definitely the Hobbit. Yes, the Hobbit is number one on that list. Oh, there's some and it comes out December fourteenth, which is in ten days. I kind of. Do you think it's gonna be sold out on first go? Do you think it's gonna be a midnight? Are they maybe. A midnight showing? Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, they are. It's the fucking Hobbit. I might have to check that out. I really did like those those flicks. I love uh, Lord of the Rings movies are great. I went Why to every I feel midnight like you didn't opening. Like them. I feel like you told me you didn't no. like them. I know my 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 girlfriend digs them. And it was someone else. Happy. But I'm not sure. Maybe who Timmy. No, nah, Timmy loves them. Really? Yeah. Two Towers is fucking sweet, dude. Two Towers was good. I'm I'm more of a Return of the King guy, but really, yeah. Both shows, except for the '87 endings, but you know, that's fine. I'm. But okay hey, with you it. know, if Samwise would have bricked in Frodo's mouth, Clerks too. That's my favorite better. part. Yeah, <laughs> Clerks too. I've watched that like five times in the last the, week. What is it? The scene in. Was it the scene in Fellowship with the Mines of Moria when they have like that battle in the mines? Yeah, like near the end. Awesome fucking scene. And and, uh, and I just got reminded more of it because I was playing a little bit of Lego Lord of the Rings. How is it? And it's it's fun. I mean, it's a Lego game, and all those Lego games are fun. They do. Um, those guys know what they're doing. And dude, you can ride a goat. That's all I'm saying. Best game ever made. See, but if I do that, I go to jail. So I mean, Jesus. Well, if you're Samwise Ganji, you can ride a goat. Just saying. So what's the rest of the movie? I'm not going to be able to guess them. So we got... This is 40. 
Okay. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Albert Albert Brooks is making an appearance in this, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I love the fact that I, I think they're glossing over everything that happened in the first movie, except for the fact that this is the same couple. Yeah. I mean, it's technically a sequel to, to Knocked Up. Yeah. But Catherine Hyde was such an insufferable cunt on, you know, on and offset that they just didn't want to bring him back, which sucks. I would like to see Seth Rogen make an appearance in this. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, you, you never. Jason Siegel's in it, though. Yeah. And Martin Starr's coming back, I'm pretty sure. wonder if Jay Baruchel's going to be in it. I too. hope. Yeah, I hope so. I love Jay Baruchel. I like, yeah, I'm a fan, too. I never saw. Uh, what's the hockey movie? Goon. Goon. It was pretty good. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, he, he did that with Although Sean William Scott. He was man. supposed to be and hit somebody, Kevin Smith's new flick. Yeah. Hockey flick. Yeah, I feel like it would make sense because he's a big hockey. This was the year that I was planning on getting into hockey because I feel like I really like it, and then lockout, like it's fucked. I want to like hockey, I really do. I like street hockey. Used to play it as before I became the the fat monster I am now. I used to uh, I used to be really into street hockey. What are the other movies? Uh, next, you got uh, Zero Dark Thirty, the Osama bin Laden raid movie. Yes, you know SEAL teams a couple but of members, but it's being done by Catherine Bigelow, who did the Hurt Locker. Oh, fucking Hurt Locker! Yeah, so Hurt Locker. Speaking of my boner for Jeremy Renner, Hurt Locker ruined my happiness for a while. Her, I mean, okay, wait. Have you ever seen the real documentary Restrepo? No. Okay. I haven't. Restrepo is about a, uh, a, a, a squadron, if that's what you want to call it, uh, that stationed in a portion of Iraq that was one of the most, basically the deadliest level of fighting you can imagine. It's this, this valley, basically, where there's so much cover on the hillsides and whatnot that you can, that you can basically be taken out at any minute. And basically this documentary, and if you get a chance, it should still be on Netflix. If you're into reading right now, there is a book that it was the, – the book that it was tied in with is by a guy named Sebastian Younger. The book's called War, and it's fucking incredible. It, honestly, it's a fantastic book. But uh, Restrepo, it's about these soldiers adjusting to life and you know how they cope with being out there. And if, if there's one thing that made me – I mean if I wasn't already very sympathetic of the military and what they go through, and I have a lot of friends in the military. And I, I couldn't respect them any more than I do. Yeah. You know, I really respect our military, even if, you know, they're there for unjust reasons. Oh, yeah. That's I was going to say, I'm, I'm never against the actual people no. in the military. No, I'm just I, I'm more against of the reasons that they're placed in that position. Because th- those are my friends. I mean, those are young kids. Yeah. You know, and, and and Christopher Titus had a great bit about that where he's like, you know, these are these are kids that still have, you know, baby faces and they're, you know, out there fucking killing people, you know, and 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 I respect the, the, the troops and whatnot. But um, uh, Restrepo was a hard go to get through. And that made yeah. me want to watch The Hurt Locker, which is a, a beautiful movie. And, and in fact, Catherine Bigelow, that, that won the award. That, that won yes, Best Picture yeah. in what, 09? 2010? Uh, I think it was 2010. She's one of the few women to win an Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah. Not only that, she's one of the few, she's arguably the only woman who's ever made an award-winning war film. Yeah, that's Ka- true, yeah. I, I I have so much respect for Catherine Bigelow. It's it's it, as as a director, she can tell a she knows how to tell a story visually. You know, a, a beautiful story. Yeah. Actually, Hurt Locker was 08. Wow, really? It was that long ago. Fuck, Holy crap! Man. Um, so yeah, but Zero Dark Dark Thirty is about the raid on Osama bin Laden. Yes. And now that you said it's Catherine Bigelow, I want to see it way more than I wanted to see something like Act of Valor, which was just basically a recruitment film. 
that had a soundtrack of just three doors down songs. Like, yeah, that's the thing. If you're going to pander to us, fuck you. Like that wasn't made about troops. That was made by our government to try to, you know, drum up recruitment as if the call of duty games aren't enough to fucking drum up recruitment for like, I don't really know if those drum up recruitment though. There are a handful of kids that I knew in high school that were like, these games are so good. It makes you like that literally oh, wanted Jesus. to join the military. Okay. Maybe there are that wanted kids to die there. in the desert on a fucking line just because because they you know some 12 year old didn't call him a faggot on one round of team deathmatch like I, I mean I get I get if you join the military because you know it's you know you want the money or you want the skills you know that sort of thing I, I do mean, get it's, it's a good way the- it's a good way for like if you want to get an education you don't have money it's a good way for them because they'll pay for your education and that kind of yeah thing. but they, they tend to but, fuck you on that now since yeah. you know times are kind of tough but uh what i what i was gonna say was the seal team six guys got in some trouble with the medal of honor warfighter game yeah because they gave out a lot of secrets on on the raid which dude you were already some of the most hailed heroes in the entire world you killed public enemy number one yeah Although this is an unpopular opinion, I think he should have stood trial. I mean, obviously, I think he should have fucking fried for it, but yeah. he should have stood trial because there's if there's one thing our government can do well, it's torture. And <laughs> fucking Guantanamo is still open. Let's yeah. let's take Bin Laden there. But but you know he he's dead. And they it gave might him, have been the situation too. Who knows if they even had a choice? They gave him that Transformers burial and. Uh, and um, yeah, that happened. You know, and you, they took him out. And you, when you got a target, you got a fucking target. Yeah. There's one thing I learned from sniping on Call of Duty. It's, it's uh, well, pretty much the whole last mission of Medal of Honor Warfighter is that really? mission, and you bust in on what do you a think dude that's kind of like Bin Laden. Eh. Warfighter was okay compared to fucking the early games like Rising Sun and European Assault, which are in front line. Oh, European Assault is so goddamn good. Um, yeah. It's so just, Zero uh, Dark Thirty is interesting to me. Yeah. I, I, I I was kind of against it because I thought it was another one of those recruitment films, but now that yeah. I know Catherine Bigelow is attached to it. I yeah, I think it actually more. will be good. Um, you Next you have Jack Reacher round. Listen, I mean Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. I made fun of that film when I first saw the trailers. In yeah. fact, the original trailers that ran in front of Dark Knight made no goddamn sense. It was just him as a street cop. The extended trailers actually make me want to see it. It's essentially fucking Tom Cruise in a Bourne film. Like, it looks kind of cool. And I, I'm due for a mindless action flick. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen a mindless action flick in a while. And and as much as Tom Cruise might be kind of crazy, even though a nice he guy. He is a legitimate movie star. Yeah. He's one of the last few but, like, legitimate he's, movie he's stars. Good. He's mean, good. He's, you can't he's deny great that. in movies. I mean, he's a good actor. The guy revisited Vanilla Sky a while back, and I fucking love that movie. Of all the movies, you would go with Vanilla Sky. At Tom Cruise movies? Vanilla Sky is fucking great. Yeah, I'm I not going to watch Top be... Gun. I'm not going to fucking watch well, Top Gun or Cocktail. I wouldn't. Those aren't the ones I would name. What would you name? I would name, like, Mission Impossible, the first one. The second or... one's the best. Really? I love the second Are one. Are you fucking serious? Although, you know what? I never Dude, saw... Dude, the second one is the worst. I never saw Ghost Pro- No, fucking three was awful. Dude, three was good. I never saw Dude, Ghost Dude, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That doesn't make it okay. Fuck. And I love, yes. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. God damn it. Hey, how was You're Ghost, wrong. How was Ghost Protocol? I haven't seen it yet. I, I do actually want to see it. But... Simon Pegg. Jer- Jeremy Renner? 
I think so. Jimmy Renner was yeah. in that. My boner for Jimmy Renner stands true. Hey, who who directed Mission Impossible for? Uh, go ahead. One. Go go on your list. I'm gonna look that up now. So next I feel like I know is this answer, and I'm I'm not. That's porn. Um, next is the impossible. I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I don't know anything about it either. Read it, bitch. Uh, it's Juan Bayona's movie is an all-out manipulative. Uh, the music is intrusive. Bayona milks every dramatic beat until there's no milk left. And there are many, many conveniences. But that's why it's called The Impossible. Nah, I, I, it doesn't tell me anything about the movie. Meh. So I'm going to f- keep going. Um, next is Not Fade Away, which is from David Chase, the creator of The Sopranos. Really? Yeah, apparently it's a, like a coming-of-age uh, genre tale um, that has a standout performance, apparently, from James Gandolfini. He's in one I want to see right now that, once again, our theater didn't get, and that's fucking killing them softly. Brad Pitt, Ray Liotta... Who I love Ray Liotta. He's criminally underused now. Yeah. And because, uh, come on, Goodfellas, fantastic, fantastic movie. Uh, then again, it's Scorsese. Um, and uh, uh, fucking James Gandolfini in, in that movie. And it looks, the trailers look great. But Gandolfini is always playing Tony Soprano. <laughs> It's true. Um, and Tony does point out that Jack Reacher is coming out the day the world ends on December 21st. So that's the last movie in existence. Um, mm. Jimmy Renner. Next we have Sorry. Amore, um, which... Uh, nothing. Yeah, it's a movie about a depressing Christmas? No. It's a depressing movie coming out towards Christmas. Okay. I haven't heard anything about a that. A depressing movie coming out towards sure. Christmas. And then we have Les Mis. I, listen, you might uh, you might shit on me for saying this, but the trailer for Les Mis and the song they use in the trailer has made me want to see it. And the fact that it's they fired Taylor Swift like mid-production. Taylor Swift was supposed to be in it, and they, they shit-canned her. And what, isn't Hugh Jackman, John Valjean in this? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It looks good, dude. The trailers look good. Is, did I see Anne Hathaway in it? Uh, possibly. The trailers look good. I'm a sucker for musicals in general. Uh, I know Sarah wants to see it, so I'm very interested in going to uh, going to see see that. Oh, dude, the guy who made Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol is uh, Brad Brad Bird. Yeah, who did both Ratatouille and The Incredibles. He's basically a, a, a lot of That's animated film director. Yeah. He also did the music video for Do the Bart Man. Okay, <laughs> written by Michael Jackson. True story. Do the Bartman. All right. And then we, we also have opening for a limited release. Ratatouille is really good, by the way. Ratatouille? Not really. Really? You didn't <laughs> like it? No, I, no I'm not. Pixar I've movies, man. It. Fucking never Pixar. Never seen it. But uh, What's next? But next is uh, Promised Land. I haven't heard of it. It is Matt Damon and John Krasinski written. Together? Uh, yes. Well, and, my pants are creamy. And Gus Van Sant directed. Um, What's the last thing he's done that I've enjoyed? Uh, I really got. I love that I ask you. I mean, it. <laughs> it seems like like it's good in the vein of Goodwill Hunting, that sort of thing. Um, so I'm I'm I really interested. Want, I need to check out. The trailer I really for want. That. I mean, Affleck's doing so good right now writing. Dude, he's he's a fucking great director. He really is. He he's one of those dudes that pulled a career out of a tailspin, like. He wasn't doing many good flicks for a while there. 
save for save for our 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 humble Lord and Savior Kevin Smith. Yeah. Jersey Girl aside, I like Jersey Girl. And I actually never saw it, but you've uh, never seen Jersey Girl. No, no. Gus Van Zandt did the remake of Psycho, where you see Anne Hesh's butthole. Oh, okay. Anne Hesh's butthole. They need to bring that back. Let's go inside. Uh, what's next? The last movie on the list. Oh, I'm so excited uh, by this. I'm so excited. You got. Django Unchained. Just say Django. That's Django. Not Django. Yeah. I don't what the fuck? So Django. Whatever. I Django Unchained. Okay, listen. The idea of Jamie Foxx killing white people. I. I mean, I'm like Christmas tree. Uh, Tony said he does have a hard on for uh, Les Mis. Does he? Yeah. Isn't it French? Sure. But why is? Wow, our British. It's it's a musical thing. I I yeah. I adore musicals. But anyway, Django Unchained. Okay, the idea of Jamie Foxx killing white people. I'm just... <laughs> I don't know what it is. And Matt... Or, oh, sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leo DiCaprio, yeah. As a slave owner, an eccentric slave owner, which leads me into... You know what, what other movie was supposed to come out Christmas Day? Featuring Leonardo DiCaprio, and they're pushing it back. What's that? The Great Gatsby. Uh, the fucking okay. Baz Luhrmann Great Gatsby. And Baz Luhrmann did uh, Romeo plus Juliet, which... Romeo and Juliet, but yeah. the, the, with Leonardo with DiCaprio. Plus. He also did Moulin Rouge, which is a fantastic movie. I love Baz Luhrmann so much that what you're laughing at me because nah. I love Moulin Rouge. Are you okay, judging keep, me right now? Keep going. Yes, I, I love Dick. We know this. I like Dick, and Moulin Rouge has a great soundtrack and has a Dick loving film. I mean, Dick was an okay movie. <laughs> Boo! I I really uh. I forgot what I was going to say. What is he making fun of me for now? Uh, Tony said he'll let the French thing slide. It, it looks good, dude. It really looks good. Yeah, I had a point to make, and now it's, it's totally gone. Go ahead. Next story. <laughs> what? No Django Unchained? Oh, sorry. Django Unchained. I, I've talked about what else can I say about Quentin Tarantino? Like, the the man is, is you know. Yeah, the movie's going to be awesome. He's one of the directors that shaped me on a molecular level. Like, his movies wrecked a young Ian like that's I, the first movie of his I I think I saw which is sad you know that was the first movie but I think was Kill Bill 1 because wow. I was you know I was young, young. yeah you're and young. then I went back and the summer I saw Kill Bill 1 before Kill Bill 2 came out I watched Reservoir Dogs Pulp Fiction I have yet to see True Romance you should see True Romance I know Romance. and I I have still have not seen Jackie Brown Jackie Brown's good too. I know. I really want to. A see lot of it. people didn't like Jackie Brown, but I love Jackie Brown. I thought it was really good. Um, first one I saw was Pulp Fiction. Well, Pulp Fiction, I had seen it, but not. Oh, it does work like that. I had seen it, but not, um, not enough to uh, to really kind of gather it until later. And then I saw after I've seen Kill Bill, I, I went and watched Reservoir Dogs, and that was the film that blew like that arguably blew me away. Now, grant you, I could say the first Tarantino movie I saw was from Dust Till Dawn because <laughs> writing credit. But um, and then Inglorious Bastards. Oh, Inglorious Bastards! Inglorious so Bastards good. is awesome. Yeah, grant you, that's his take on it. On yeah, an old film, but, but especially Christoph Waltz, who disappeared for years and then shows back up in this movie and is fucking amazing yeah. in it. Yeah, looks great. Um, but yeah, uh, Django Unchained also has the original Django Franco Nero in it. Um, it also has Sam Jackson. 
So it's another one based on something. Yeah. I'm pretty sure all of Tarantino's movies are kind of yeah, based I mean, that's the thing. on he, something, he, but he just... He puts his own he spin puts on his own stuff. He puts his own spin on it, yeah. He had that boner for spaghetti westerns for a while there. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be kind of similar in, in a lot of ways. But he, he, you know, and now that's why I like Kill Bill so much. It was, it was very spaghetti western kind of done. I mean, you can... You can say, I mean, he's aped off everybody, but yeah. he does a good job. I mean, he's good at what he does. He's he's good at what the hell recreating stuff in his own. How so, uh, Sergio Leone. Leone? Yeah, that's who yeah. I was thinking of. That's who probably his number one influence had to have been. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's go back to TV for the last article. Article I have so. Unfortunately for Sean Ryan, Last Resort got canceled, but he does have two new shows coming up. Um, uh, Sean Ryan, of course, did The Shield, The mm. Terriers, hey. Chicago Code, Lie to Me. Lie to, I loved Lie to Me. Grossly um, underrated. Yeah, fucking speaking of Reservoir Dogs, Tim Roth. Yeah. Also grossly underused, and he was awesome as Abomination in the 2008 Hulk movie. Yeah. Tim Roth's great. I really like that Hulk yeah. movie. I'm not gonna lie. It, it was good. Liv Tyler did a good job. Yeah, it was good. Although I, I think I actually prefer Ruffalo. I like Ruffalo more. because of how he's playing yeah. the Hulk. Me too. Well, technically, he was he was mostly Bruce Banner. Bruce but Banner. Yeah, I know what you meant though. Hey, in the Eric Banner ones, was he David Banner? I don't know. I didn't watch it. One's the one, the Ang Lee piece yeah. of shit. See, here's the thing. Ang Lee wasn't focused on that. He was too focused on the gay cowboy movie he was going to produce two years later. Yeah. You know. Good movie. Gay Good sense. movie. Uh, but yeah, Fucking Sean Ryan. Heath, poor Heath Ledger. Sean Ryan is developing the Beverly Hills Cop TV show. So can I just throw in, is it going to be like the movie or are they going to have? I don't know. Well, because um, Judge, I mean, Judge Reinhold's not doing anything these days as far as I know. But I think it would be great if they brought in Judge Reinhold. Um, but now he's a judge. But you know who, who, they, who they. Judge Reinhold was great as a judge in the Clerks cartoon. Who, who's driving? Oh, my God. Barry's driving. How can that be? Uh <laughs> Who do I think should reprise the Eddie Murphy role? I think Jay Farrow from SNL. I know it's not going to be because he's you know tied into a no, contract. No, it's, uh, it's going to be Brandon T. Jackson, the guy from Friday Night Lights. My racist. I thought that was what you said. That was a new Friday Night no, Lights. That's Michael B. Jordan. Thank you. I was close. I was close. Because he was also in Chronicle. Is it the kid from Everybody Hates Chris? <laughs> he kind of looks like Axel Foley too. I know, right? Yeah. Okay. Who is it? I've seen he was is in Tahari, Tropic Thunder. Is it Tahari P. Henson? Was he the 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 real black man yeah. who got mad at Robert Downey Jr. the whole yep. time? That is a criminally underrated movie as well. I really yeah. enjoy Tropic Thunder. Yeah, he's he's been in Speaking some other of Tom things, Cruise. but but yeah. So he he's gonna be Axel Foley, but he's also um, he's doing that for CBS. So it's probably oh, we're hope goes long. to die. Yeah. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear the news about Two and a Half Men? No. So they might be replacing Angus T. Jones. I thought they were just gonna write him out because apparently his character's in the army or something. Yeah, but they're gonna bring on another young person. It's been tossed around, Miley Cyrus. Oh God. Who? You know what? Hannah Montana sometimes kind of funny. Don't judge Come me. Come on, man. I got a weird thing for Disney Channel shows, and I'm not a pedophile, but Wizards of Waverly Place was pretty good. It's really funny. 
Plus, her friend, uh, Emily Osment, needed my penis near her. Just God near her. Me. Not in her. Just near her. God like on like an ottoman or something like that. <laughs> penis ottoman. Dick Ottoman was my favorite actor from the 70s. But Sean Ryan is also... What else? You got a second? Yeah, he's got another show coming out for Home Box Office, HBO. Okay. He's doing a show called Badlands, um, which the show will explore the challenges and joys of love and family, as well as the struggles of living in the blue-collar mining town of Tar River, Wyoming, that's fighting for its life during this economic hardship. So that sounds very HBO-y. Um, what... Uh I was going to ask you something about basically it's going to be every other HBO show. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, hey, but it'll be what really happened good. to the Beauty and the Beast show? Um, I have no Did idea. Did it even happen? It happened. Really? I don't know if it, I'm, it might still be on the air for all we know. Like, because I thought about that today. We talked about that episode one back in August and um, nothing. I haven't even seen anything about it. I haven't even seen an ad for it. Arrow's going strong. I know that much. Arrow's fantastic. Yeah, Arrow's Arrow's still good. Arrow, Arrow's, Arrow's good. Arrow did exactly what I thought it was going to do. Yeah. Like it's it's fucking a great show. Yeah, Arrow is really good. Um, anybody who hasn't checked out Arrow and you just like any like comic, if you like Smallville, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you, like, Smallville. If you like comic books or you like Smallville, Arrow is really good. Um, Want to wrap it up soon? Yeah, well, I got a couple. Got a couple quick lists. Cool. Give me lists. I love lists. Um, I'm like Schindler that way. We got well that and Liam Neeson and I share one giant cock. Really quiet. That's all you're gonna give me. Yes, I'm gonna give you quietness, nothingness, six mental conditions that could be mistaken for superpowers. I did not read that article on crack, but I saw it. Uh, first is Wendigo psychosis. Um, in in short, it inflicts its sufferers with an intense desire to eat human flesh. Um, so you know the superhero would be you know a zombie. <laughs> In this instance, um, I think Tony might suffer from some Wendigo psychosis because he does have an, a desire for human flesh. Um, you have next the jumping Frenchman of Maine, which Tony might also be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's an extremely it's an odd name for an extremely odd condition which is essentially an unusual startle reflex people who suffer from this condi- condition exhibit jumpiness shuddering and muscular and verbal tics uh, even stranger is the inexplicable tendency to follow commands that are delivered suddenly <laughs> some sufferers have been reported to throw knives across the room simply because they've been asked to really abruptly so <laughs> If you ever want to control somebody, um, just make sure they are a jumping Frenchman of Maine. Um, So next, we have Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. I feel like I've heard about this before. Alice in Wonderland Syndrome is characterized by the sufferers experiencing both severe migraines and drastically incorrect perceptions of themselves and their surroundings. Classically, they often perceive objects and the rooms around them to be much bigger or smaller than they actually are. Similar sensations regarding sound and depth perception are also known to occur, the whole thing being not too dissimilar from what someone taking LSD might experience. So basically, there's a syndrome where you're always on LSD. 
and that's pretty fucked up. I certainly wouldn't want that to happen to me. Um, let's see, what do we got here? Foreign accent syndrome. <laughs> Foreign accent syndrome describes a condition where the sufferer suddenly begins speaking in a foreign accent that they have no earthly business possessing. Not like another language. Just yeah. A, just it's an just accent. an accent. Yeah. It's caused by brain injuries or strokes. Well, there's um, someone in my life that occasionally slips into a British accent and says that it's a real ailment. And I want to tell that person that they're wrong because no one suffers from that and she does not suffer from this disease. (laughs) They're just an attention-craving whore. Okay. Um, Then you have alien hand syndrome. Um, Alien hand syndrome is a little less cool than what it sounds like, but only a little. Actually, no actual aliens are involved. It does involve sufferers experiencing the sensation of their limbs having a mind of their own. Um, sufferers have reported their hands trying to choke them, tear at their clothes, oh, like that, or simply punch them like repeatedly. The late, the late idle ni- hands. Yeah, the yeah, late nineties. Seven Sawa and, and early, early Seth Green Je- and Jessica Alba. Yeah. I think it was like one of Jessica Alba's yeah, first I think movies. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's it, <laughs> you can't fucking beat me to the idle hands, or I know I did. I know I did. Bitch. You know, some of us have you know faster brains. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Um, then finally, you have Kluver-Busey syndrome. Kluver-Busey syndrome describes a condition where, after experiencing damage to a specific part of the brain, the victim suddenly finds himself, amongst other symptoms, desiring to indiscriminately have sex with things. This is classically illustrated by the case of a fellow trying to make love to a sidewalk, and <laughs> an act that I'm struggling to imagine was very tender. So, yeah, basically, I think Kluver-Busey syndrome is what Jason Mew says, because he just has sex with things, <laughs> especially the old uh, Kevin Smith adage where he where he talks about how he would walk around in the rec center just sucking everything off. <laughs> Sloppy party bottom. All right. I think that's the other one isn't great. So, yeah. I like this. I like the whole kind of bypassing what we're watching or what we're consuming, kind of going into like a list of stories and shit like that. Might not be the the, the new format. We might throw that in every now and then. I didn't have to talk about what bands I'm listening to right now because really I'm not listening to anything new. Um, I will say I played some Far Cry 3. Nice. Fucking awesome! The trailers sold me on that game. It looks fantastic. That game is great. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about it in detail on the next Spider Duck Gaming podcast. I love um, that podcast. I'm not gonna lie, I listen to it a lot. I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad I do want to guest on it soon, so I got to free up a Saturday night at some point in time. Uh, we might be doing it a different night this week. What night? Um, I'm not sure yet. We have to yeah, iron out the details. Because I will do it. Yeah. So. Once I iron out the details, we'll we'll figure it out. Cool, um, man. But yeah, so that's uh, that's Sweet Sixteen. Well, a little bit shorter than we normally go. Well, what we do? Uh one twenty-two. Like that's I said, a little good. bit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing. So Short uh, for us would be fifty-five. We'll so never, yeah, we'll uh, never hit fifty-five. 
Awesome. We were we were okay. we were testing our live feed on this show. Glad we um, had a fan. Yeah. So so thank you, Tony, for participating and helping us out with that. And thank you for um, giving us uh, over to your house every Sunday for game night. It's always a highlight of my week, even if I can't make it. It bums me out every time. I love coming over there. I love hanging out with you guys. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And. Uh, <laughs> and he's telling us to watch the season finale of Sons of Anarchy tonight, which I probably will do because it's been fucking great this season. Um, I looked at those pictures of Walton Goggin as a tranny on there. Yeah. Convincing. Yeah. Kind of very, convincing. very much so. Yeah. I got a bit yeah, of an awkward boner. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's not awkward. No. It's just a boner for me. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna be doing a bigger live show. Um, apparently, I mean, if, for an hour and a half of talking, the live show went kind of smoothly today. Yeah. Um, there were a couple hiccups where it it stopped or it stuttered a little bit. Okay. Um, but, but that shouldn't show up in the actual recording of the podcast. No, it won't show up in the recording now because um, the actual recording will just go up. But yeah, so that's it for today. Um, again, thanks. Tony for helping us test this out a little bit and we'll talk to you next week. See you guys. You have been listening to a product of spider duck internet radio. Check us out at spider and follow us on Twitter at spider duck net.